things happening, some very meaningful things happening, including this wonderful celebration of life for Catherine Bell Long. It's happening this afternoon beginning at 5.30 featuring Pharaohs of Funk with a candlelight procession around Lake Ella. Then they've got the concert at 6 o'clock. Kelly Goddard, Elizabeth Frabel are going to talk with me about that. And Lonnie Alameda talking with us about FSU softball. Stay with me. Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny, brought to you by Widden Glass, Tallahassee's first name in glass for your home or office, and by Merry Maids. Call Merry Maids. Relax. And it's done. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Wooden Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Wooden wanted, and it's been the Wooden way of doing business for over 75 years. Wooden Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Wooden Glass today or visit them online at 222 5781 or com. My friend, it's a pleasure to have you with me as always. Hope that your days of January now have passed. Sort of helped establish a good, I don't know, tempo. And here we are already celebrating February. Yeah. Groundhog's Day, that right? Anyway, happy Groundhog Day. That's happening. And uh, some other exciting things, this wonderful opportunity to celebrate the life of Catherine Bell Long. You may recall, we had an opportunity here a couple weeks ago to bring to you Kelly Goddard, Elizabeth Fravel, both of them uh, principally involved in this whole effort, along with a whole bunches of other folks, uh, not the least of which would be Revival and a uh, little grizzly boogie band, Raisin Kane and Kelly Goddard, of course, one of the three new 76ers. All of those folks performing tonight, 6 o'clock, American Legion Hall. They are recommending a, a donation of 20. I would say, how about 30 or even 35? <laughs> because every one of those dollars is going to go toward the funding of the Catherine Bell Memorial Scholarship for Leon County students uh, who are interested in majoring in the arts. Catherine was herself a remarkably gifted educator taught in art education for many years here in Leon County. And of course her musical prowess, pretty well established, wrote this 
sweet little song called Tallahassee, which has become the official theme song, I think, for our fair city. Pretty sure that's true. Um, yeah. And here we are on our 200th year of being Tallahassee. Lots of history to consider. And in fact, uh, let me tell you right now, we have in the works the makings of a series of conversations with those who will bring firsthand their accounts of Tallahassee history. Um, A whole host of different people from around the region, from around this community, that'll participate with us throughout the year, calling it the Tallahassee 200 series here at Tallahassee Talks. More to uh, share with you as that comes about here in short order. We'll be getting uh, down to it in the next couple of weeks or so. And uh, we should add to our comments here the wonderful opportunity to uh, sit with the celebrated, award-winning Florida State softball head coach, Lonnie Alameda, and uh, or Alameda, your your call. I like them either way, tomato, tomato. She is pretty, particularly <laughs> relaxed about all of that, as you will, if you don't know, you'll discover in this conversation. A conversation that we had uh, some time ago, but it, it's quite appropriate again for today's activities, including Florida State softball scrimmage and fan day. Yeah, today. This is it. It all kicks off this afternoon around 1.30, Garnet and Gold scrimmage and uh, fan day at Joanne Graff Field. That'll be fun. Weather's going to be pretty nifty through the day, I think. Might be a little bit of rainfall. We don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that because, you know, the way it goes around this town, <laughs> um, you just never know as well as we'd like to, I'll say. Uh, in any case, that's what we have for you today with Kelly Goddard, Elizabeth Frabel, and the wonderful Lonnie Alameda. I think what um, what this points to, in some respects, I think, for us, is a rather uh, um, balanced sort of a, a way of approaching life you know, that characterizes Tallahassee at large. <clears throat> there is so much available to us, lots of different ways that we can participate in a lot of different kinds of activity. Um, whether it's athletics, amateur sports, collegiate sports, concerts, um, community gatherings of various kinds, observances and such. Man, uh, we're, we're going to do a, a better job if we can to, I mean, I'm certain we can do a better job. We'd like to be able to bring you more of that sort of awareness when you have a calendar available to you on our Tallahassee Talks website. That's in the works as well. And thereby, you'd be able to go to the website, TallahasseeTalks.com, 
and look at what's coming up in the weeks ahead as much as we know. And we do know a few things. I mean, you know, because we try to stay informed, right? And then we got the good people at Leon County and the city of Tallahassee informing us as they do so often. Lots of people sending us their press releases, their their pressers, press notifications. So the county is inviting all of us um, of any age and ability to submit artwork for an upcoming exhibition titled Artists and Autism Shake the World. Artwork to be displayed at Leon County Main Library as well as a virtual exhibit all through the month of April which happens to be National Autism Acceptance Month. Well, that's cool. So if you need more information there, leoncountyfl.gov slash celebration. leoncountyfl.gov slash celebration. Deadline for submission is Saturday the mar- uh, 2nd of March. Got to have it in before noon on Saturday, March 2nd. So you got to get moving on that. Now, this is an exhibition that's in partnership with the FSU Autism Institute and Center for Autism and Related Disabilities and Arts for All Florida. Once again, hands across the way, you know, um, cooperating organizations and people coming together. We love it. City of Tallahassee wants you to know about youth being invited to join the Youth Citizens Advisory Council. Tallahassee Police Department is looking for a opportunity to fill current vacancies in their Youth Citizens Advisory Council. The Tallahassee Police Department is seeking dedicated youth to join this important initiative. Well, let's see. It's a unique opportunity that gives young folks an opportunity to uh, participate actively, contribute to the betterment of the community. It also provides valuable insights into all the moving parts of the police department. So great educational opportunity and a participatory opportunity for young peoples. You can learn about the inner workings of TPD along with all kinds of other neat features. You gain valuable uh, experience for college applications and contribute to solving ongoing community issues, courtesy of Tallahassee Police Department. Stay with me, folks. There's more right after this. Welcome back to the one show on the radio that is all about you, Tallahassee. The things you care about, the things you fight about and laugh about the things that you work so hard for, the people then who are part of all of these things that we we participate in, tough decisions being made among community leaders, associations that provide services across various segments of our community, uh, the various uh, arts and entertainment opportunities we got Lemoyne coming up in the spring here, April, actually, for the uh, annual Chain of Parks Art Festival. Kelly Dozier and 
Yeah, Pal Crease, they're going to be here with uh, Illustra, the uh, featured cover artist for this year. Remarkable man. Uh, stunning artwork. A, a Tallahassee native. Man, this, is, this guy is uh, the real deal. Had a chance to meet him personally uh, a few weeks ago at the uh, unveiling of his selected work for Chain of Parks Art Festival cover of the, for their, uh, their program for the festival. And fantastic piece. Anyway, that's all a great example of how this town likes to, likes to do it. How they like to mix it up, we'd say. Or is it is it still cool to say chop it up? I don't know. Well, anyway, what's important is that we know there's a place for you and I. So many different ways that you and I can plug in and be a part. Right? Got another announcement here from the county. They're accepting second cycle tourism grant applications for sports and bicentennial special events. So here you go. If you've got an event in mind, you look into the county to help you fund this thing. Well, you know, the application process is upon us. Um, they're due by February 16 at 5 p.m. So you got to get moving. Opportunity represents the ongoing effort to promote tourism and provide financial support for events that have a history or at least show potential to attract out-of-town visitors. That's the whole point of this, especially during this bicentennial year. Uh, these events, in order to be eligible, must occur between the 15th of March and the 30th of September this year. So March 15, September 30, 2024. That's when the actual activity needs to occur. And they have to comply with Section 125.0104 Florida Statutes, which then uh, uh, applies the requirements that dictate the fact that they want it marketed outside of the local area. So you get the point, right? This is all about generating more interest in Tallahassee as a destination among those who are beyond our community. So keep that in mind. Grand applications for second cycle tourism. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, so we got Tallahassee Police Department once again. Chief Lawrence Revel, TPD, celebrating its inaugural class for 2024. 15 new officers. Well, there you go. Uh, Chief Rebel quoted here, It is with immense pride and honor that we welcome this diverse group of men and women who have taken the oath to join the ranks of Tallahassee Police Department. In so doing, they have chosen a career dedicated to public safety, and these recruits have demonstrated a sense of duty and selflessness. They embody the core values that define TPD and the city, and I have full confidence in their dedication that they will leave a lasting and positive impact on this city. The remarks go on. Um, Tallahassee Police Department, since we're celebrating our 200th year, 
began in 1826, makes it one of the oldest police departments in the country, and uh, is comprised of nearly 500 members. Wow, great history there. More to come in the weeks ahead about Tallahassee's history. Pardon me. I wanted to tell you as well, um, when it comes to the ways in which we try to connect with you, um, you're quite familiar with some of the um, promotions that we do, right? The uh, information campaigns that we foster and promote because we feel like, you know, if you're if you're committed to the well-being of others, as is the case here with this broadcast and with Moose Magnificat, there's a reason that this radio station features all local musicians playing their original songs. Uh, Because as an organization, we are committed to just that fact, that not only should we, celebrate who we are but Tallahassee is worth it we have a lot to celebrate and it's getting better and better and better and so if you haven't plugged into all that if you're unaware of that I encourage you to check out some of the ways in which we do this in cooperation with our parent company Alcom Corporation and its subsidiary companies, Capstan Marketing, which is an ad agency and PR firm, and uh, Mosa Design Group that creates all kinds of marvelous audio, video, visual uh, demonstrations of talent, visual art, voiceovers and vocal talents of various kinds audio productions. This show, for example, Tallahassee Talks, being the production of Spatterwork Media and Entertainment, well, it relies on those crafty, talented folks who are a part of Mosa Design Group, again, one of Alcom's subsidiary companies. And there you go. So we, we look at um, things like the Tallahassee Food Challenge, in that regard, or our Tallahassee Prepared campaign, uh, recently uh, uh, administered our our Help Christmas Connection effort, which you know now, having heard from uh, Patty Malarney last week, huge success for 2023 at every level. I mean, their staff. Uh, you that contributed so sizably, the many families, thousands of people that were assisted throughout this effort. And for their part, they've been at it 44 years, I believe, 45, 44 years. Yeah. For our part, it now represents 15 years that we have run Help Christmas Connection. And uh, we're going to do our next Uh, in this line of community-oriented, community-minded programs with something we're calling the Unsung Hero Awards. We feel like there's a lot of people in our community 
who oftentimes go unnoticed, and they just prefer it that way because that's how they are. But we look for those people who we can bring to the spotlight just a bit, not to embarrass anybody, but to encourage you and I to see how it is that this town works. It really works because there are so many who work behind the scenes. These are the unsung heroes we're talking about. And so, as an inaugural effort, our Unsung Hero Awards here in this first part of 2024 will be identifying 25 people who probably you will never know. Um, We want to talk about the 25 people who might go unnoticed and might be overlooked but are great examples to you and I, inspiring examples of people who give because it's the right thing to do. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic, you know, something clever, but that just didn't work. So I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it. Lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? It's been one week too long since you left me seven Some train waltz 
a remarkable song, and it seemed quite appropriate in in terms of the message in that in that song and um, someone who is no longer with us. Um, it in fact uh, underscores we have lost a massive contributor to our well-being in this community through her music, through her life as an educator. And now we have the opportunity to celebrate that life with this event. It happens, too, that along with Kelly Goddard, we have Elizabeth Fravel, who has joined us. Elizabeth, you were really tight with Catherine for many years. You guys performed together, Mm -hmm. recorded, traveled around with the adventures of Annabelle Lynn, Mm -hmm. um, seeing here for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She was a sister. She was. She was. Uh, yes, and always will be. When when somebody says, tell me about Catherine, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, I mean, that, that sisterhood that we had was really unique. Um, and uh, it's, it's ironic that we're celebrating her at the uh, Legion Hall because that's where mm-hmm. I first met her. Um, we were both performing with separate groups. And at the end, I went up to her and I was like, you remind me of Joni Mitchell so much. Mm. And that was the first thread of many um, that kind of braided us together. How cool. So. How cool. Your musical history, personally, uh, is varied as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, tell us about what you do uh, with your music. Sure. I grew up in a, um, a music-loving and playing household. My yeah. mom's a... A musician and toured and and Mm. had a record deal and um, I moved here to Tallahassee for college (laughs) and you know played at the open mic night at the warehouse (laughs) like we all did didn't we all Uh uh-huh yeah so um, you know Catherine and I both we met and we both Mm. had you know a lot of music to make uh, in our souls and together and so carried on um, just immediately like ignited this passion together it's one of the characteristics maybe because we are a small southern town I mean that doesn't hurt but it has occurred to me over the years how closely knit I mean you guys all know each other you have played with one another and even if you have and I mean you still have an appreciation for you know what's going on musically Mm -hmm. so there really is a music community uh, yeah. It seems to be coming together better these days. Yeah, is that right? It feels um, it feels vibrant and huh. exciting, hmm. even though I've been doing it for a while. It's still really. Um, I love going and listening to people that you know hmm. are in college and playing jazz just randomly somewhere, um, or hearing people go perform their original songs at an open mic night. Right. Um, And I would even say like just regionally too, Mm. we have a lot of, I think, I think our community is getting bigger. The footprint is getting bigger. Yep. A Mm -hmm. presence. Yeah. We think it's called the sound of Tallahassee. And that's why we started the radio station (laughs) because we thought, well, these other stations, they're, they're directed by record companies. They're going to format stations based on record sales. Mm-hmm. And what we thought was, well, well yeah, well, if you think of New Orleans, you think of jazz. Mm-hmm. If you think of Chicago, maybe the blues. Mm-hmm. If you think of San Francisco, folk, maybe. Sure. When you think of Tallahassee, what is that? It's this really organic 
kind of heartfelt music. I mean, in yeah. in our genre, but there's so much else going on. There, there really is, is a a strong jazz presence. Um, FSU brings so many talented people coming in and out um, through the university, but also the instructor staff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got just there's also tons of just like you know, do it yourself like young kids yeah. coming up like my daughter's playing yes. drums in a band and it's just it's fun to see Isn't that you cool? know young kids performing and hmm. making music and um hmm. i don't know it just it gives me hope <laughs> it does and i think you're pointing to the love that was Catherine's uh, other love and maybe it was the foundation for her her pursuit of music as well because as an educator uh, she brought that spark mm-hmm. to her students that said you know what you can do this mm-hmm. you can do this feel how fun it is yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> how fun it is and music is is um, engaging uh, in a way that transcends a lot of the other things that often divide us I suppose or just separate us we don't we don't get to connect yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the most primal ways that we can connect with each sure. other, and uh, and 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 you know that extends, you know, that really builds on itself. Um, I know that that Catherine was a performer first with Disney, and huh. in her work down there, um, connected with a lot of young people coming in and out of the park. Cool. And so when she moved back to Tallahassee, she um, started working at a preschool and sat in nap time with song ideas and it was just lullabies that she was humming but they turned into um, some of her most cherished songs Um, and particularly I'll Come In is one that um, that we're that we're going to teach this weekend at Spirit of the Swanee Music Camp um, and that me and a group of kids brought to West Virginia to a Mm. music camp last Mm. summer Mm. so I think that time will tell um, mm-hmm. How these songs that she left us with um, continue to inspire because they mm. are truly mm. treasures now in a way that we couldn't have imagined when we were, wow. you know, listening and playing them with her. Yeah, you Just, know what? Let's take a moment. I'll come in. That's a great song. Yeah. Why don't we listen to that and then we'll come back for one more segment? How about that? I'll come in, baby. I'll come in. Maybe we could all come in.
plates are full and there's enough to share So maybe we could all come in so Take these seeds and plant them everywhere Then maybe we could all come in All come in, baby, all come in Maybe we could all come in All come in, baby, all come in Maybe we could all come in We are here to love one another So maybe Final segment, having a great time with Elizabeth yeah. and Kelly, hey. and talking about this neat, nifty, cool thing, a tribute to Catherine Bell Long. I mean, it was, I guess they just, they won you over. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's the simplicity of folk music. It is music of, of the people and uh, where we are. This mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what it feels like. And, uh, and it's, it's a beautiful thing that we have this to, to share, um, you know, with, with her gone, um, I, I think that, that we can continue to honor her, her musical legacy by cherishing these songs and listening and playing and teaching them mm-hmm. as well. It, it begs the, it, or it encourages us to, to realize uh, how temporal uh, these gifts are. And, you know, Kelly brought up the idea to have this procession around the lake. And there we we thought about a lot of venues in town and a lot of people graciously invited us. But we really wanted to extend this and have this candle lit procession around water um, Mm. because it just felt like such an important way to to Mm. remember her. And be in the center, mm. kind of. I feel like Lake Ella, in a lot of ways, is the the heartbeat of, of town. You know, we've got a lot of nodes, a lot of centers, but yeah. it is it is the heartbeat. It's kind of like 
yeah, the heart of Midtown, mm-hmm. the, you know, it really pretty is. much everyone knows where it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a great night. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the new 76ers, yay, uh, Raisin Cane. Yeah. Uh, Little Grizzly Boogie Band. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite familiar with them. Okay. Tell me about them. Oh, they are good. Um, let's see. Pete Knowlton. Mm. He plays like five different instruments. <laughs> Don't you hate those Pedal people? Pedal steel, banjo, I mean, come on, guitar. Man. And plays them well, really well. Mm. Um, Scott Buchanan um, mm. plays guitar and he calls himself Slim Bullfrog when he plays. <laughs> well, ain't that special. We got Sweet Baby K. I'm Big K. Fat Moose, but I like that. What did you call him? Slim, Slim, Bull- Slim Bullfrog. Slim Bullfrog. Okay. Sweet Baby K. Reinhardt on the bass. Mm. Chris Buda on drums. Mike Stone on percussion. I feel like there's one more person. K. Reinhardt. Don't forget those oh, bass no. players. Sweet Baby K. Sweet Baby K. Uh-huh. I said her. Sweet Baby K. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, so they're great. Mm-hmm. Really fun dancing music. And then. How cool is that? We're going to have Revival. <gasps> with Avis Berry in her yeah. glorious voice. And, yeah. And Raising Cane happens to be my band as That's well. That's right. So we're all going to be. All the, all the, you know, circles of, oh, of friends that she brought together yes. are all going to be there yes. celebrating. Oh, she is going to enjoy this show. I have no mm-hmm. doubt that Catherine will be back there uh, l- looking on with great uh, pride and, and joy uh, with her friends and the music that uh, she brought to us and the, and, the, and the music that you are bringing uh, that really does lay down the, the this foundation, this notion that we we belong to each one another. You know, we 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 are connected in ways that perhaps we don't recognize, but more so than we than we may experience from from day to day. This is an opportunity for us to affirm that I think, along with all the other goodness that will come of it. Um, and remember, folks, the suggested um, is twenty dollars at the door. Okay, well, come on now. Your grandma sent you all that money for Christmas. So think about it. Drop a couple of hundred dollars in that plate, and let's get serious about this thing. There are Leon County students who will be benefited. And and what better way to tri- give tribute to a woman who devoted her life to educating students in the arts? Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> That's, that's all I'm going to say about that because there's, I don't need to say any more about that. I'd rather you listen to these two fine people who know a whole lot more about this stuff than I do. And uh, by the way, in case you've missed this, the procession that Catherine's talking about happens at 5.30 and then the doors for the show open at 6. Again, American Legion Hall. Okay, so when it comes down to it, what is it that you find most compelling uh, in maintaining your commitment to your craft. When I talk to visual artists, Mm -hmm. they will say that there's this need to try again. 
they never feel as though whatever work they've turned out is really finished. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they let's say they're a sculptor. Okay, so they've they've done this one sculpture, and but it's never really done. It's just they're at a point where they have to stop, and then they go on to the next work. And there's that idea that they've got to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Is that how it is for for musicians for musical performers? You feel like I'll take another crack at this. I never feel like I've hit the ceiling or the finish line ever. ever. There uh, is same. always a reason hmm. um, to to continue to improve, to uh. seek out new songs, new ways to sing old songs, new people to sing those songs with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelly and I have been singing together for the last couple of months. I mean, Yay. case in point, just yeah. getting to, to, you know, this place where you're uh. feeling really solid about what you uh. have, but then mm-hmm. wondering... What would that magic feel like if if I reached out of my bubble okay. um, and, mm. and explored that song or that space with somebody with else? With somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another musician, yeah. particularly. Huh. Yeah, I can't really explain the drive to create. Um, gosh. Hmm. Mm. Don't you I just get grumpy if you I don't? Think, yeah, I think it's just like, I, I mm. just, that's one of the things I do maybe to just like sit down and unwind, mm. you know, is like pick up my guitar with my cup of tea and I go sit on the porch and play some songs. And I'm like, all right, that was just, it was just like yes. something that I needed to. F- Interesting. You know? I have heard, <laughs> uh, no, I have heard the songwriters and musicians, performers say, it helps me untangle the knots. Uh-huh. So maybe that's where we're at. So we are at the end of this broadcast today, but I want to thank Kelly Goddard. Thank you. Yes, and our new friend, Elizabeth Fravel, for making it possible for us to learn better how we can be a part of this wonderful experience coming up February 3rd, this tribute to the life of Catherine Bell Long and a great opportunity to contribute to this scholarship fund. Thank and you both. And see some awesome music. And absolutely, uh, uh, not to mention, I mean, yeah, you'll you will absolutely become intoxicated on the music alone. It'll it'll just it'll it'll wind you up, folks. That's what we do here, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for being thanks a part of today's us. broadcast. Yeah, a pleasure. So there you have my conversation with Kelly Goddard, Elizabeth Fravel, talking about this wonderful event coming tonight at Lake Ella, this Catherine Bell Long Memorial concert. 5.30 around Lake Ella, 6 o'clock at the American Legion Hall. Don't miss it. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Wooden Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Wooden because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Wooden Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Wooden wanted, and it's been the Wooden way of doing business for over 75 years. Wooden Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass, since 1945. Call Witten Glass today or visit them online 
1-800-227-5781 or woodenglass.com. Welcome back to the second hour of Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny. You're, come on, just admit it. Your most favoritist radio show ever. And with that, we aims to please here by providing you more goodness in this hour with one of our favorites, Lonnie Alameda. She'll be with us here for the remaining hour of the show. And in that conversation, uh, which uh, actually goes back a few months, we had opportunity then to, during the off-season, be able to kind of dig a little deeper with her and some of her thought process, her coaching style, her personal life, you know, what she loves about Tallahassee, what she loves about softball and Florida State athletics, all kinds of good stuff in this conversation. I think you're going to find it encouraging and how appropriate that on this day, Garnet and Gold Scrimmage Day at Joanne Graff Field, that's kicking off this afternoon at 1.30. And it's also fan day, so who knows? I mean, Lonnie, no doubt, will probably shake your hand and maybe you'll get a fan or something if it's fan day, isn't that what that means? Or if you're the fan, whatever, just go. It's going to have a blast. So you don't even have to be a big softball fan. You just go and have fun. Be a part of the of all the goodness in that. So anyway, Florida State softball. They have uh, transitioned, as we say, with some of their folks that they that have moved on. Some have gone on into professional, like Josie um, and Cat. You know these these people are just ugh, just astoundingly talented. And let's think about this. They they made it all the way to that final matchup. Mm. And it was fierce all the way. But uh, no doubt we have the makings of another great season with these young ladies. And you're going to learn, as I say, a little bit more about the – I will call I will call it generally this, the philosophy uh, that undergirds their success – because it really comes down to how it is that you and I contribute to the success of others. And in making those contributions, you know, you, you do so at a, at a level uh, that is particularly, I'll call it granular. You know what I mean? So sometimes, I think, I get dragged off into thinking of how to make some big grandiose effort, some big splash, you know, and you know, I want to be the one that runs up to the microphone with, you know, a check in my hand the size of a Buick. It's, here you go. Here's your $50,000 courtesy of, you know, whatever organization I'm representing. You know, that those, man, that's, that's great stuff. Right. Or how about you know the 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 big uh, the big scene that happens when somebody says, "Oh, you know, I I'm a sponsor of this event," and you know, and I of course I'm I'm eager to see my face, my logo, whatever being uh, hoisted up there on the flagpole. 
Um, okay. Hey, again, no criticism here. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but we all know this. Come on, we know this. That's not where life is. It's not the big splashy moments. It's the millions and millions of in-between moments, the courtesies, the follow-up, the attentiveness, uh, the humility of just saying, hey, anything I can do to to help out? Better yet, instead of asking that question, because what do people say? Oh, no, I'm good, thanks. No, don't even ask that question, what can I do to help? You look at the situation and you say, if I were in that position, if that were my deal, what would I really appreciate? And sometimes it's doing something that was completely unexpected, or if you want to think of it as sort of offline, right? In other words, <clears throat> if, if I've got this, uh, uh, or you, you have an event coming up, and you are busting your tail to you know, get all this pulled together, um, and I, I do a little bit of research, I find out maybe some other people, or from you directly, yeah, what, what, how you doing? How is this thing working? Oh, we need more sponsors. Really? Okay. Enough said. Then, then I go about looking for those people that I know who could throw down. Yeah, I, I would encourage you to go do this um, in whatever capacity. Uh, that's what goes on with, with these efforts that we get involved in, like Christmas Connection, or like the uh, upcoming Unsee Awards, we're calling it, the unsung heroes of our town and of this time. How do we go about contributing at a level that, in the long run, may be uh, exactly the deciding factor, the deciding, the deciding element, the missing link? Uh, making phone calls. Uh, following up with emails, doing what is necessary that most people, most of us, I think, I'll say that about me, we just, you know, don't, don't, we overlook that part uh, because it's just too tedious or whatever. Or maybe we're just not, well, that's just not me. That's not how I work. Okay, well, it, it, in fact, it's how all of us can work and we need to work in working for one another. And that's the humbling part, I guess, the humility part. So that it's not about how big the task is or how big the splash is. It's about how many times I show up. How many different ways can I contribute? How much am I willing to talk it up among my friends? Whatever it is. This Catherine Bell Long event tonight over there at American Legion Hall. What is that all about? You got these four very talented music groups. Revival? Seriously? Uh, 76ers? Yeah, the new 76ers are, are, you know, in my mind, they're Peter, Paul, and Mary to this community. Really. And so, with that, I think, okay, 
there's an event. How much can I contribute? Well, maybe it's just a matter of showing up at the door with a $50 bill, you know. Or maybe it's finding out if any of the artists need help, you know, putting their stuff together. Or or finding out from the coordinators, are there any phone calls or emails I can send on your behalf? Maybe it's taking a few handfuls of flyers and such. I mean, as of this afternoon, right now, it's going to be a little late for that. But you see my point. How about showing up for this candlelight uh, processional? That'll be a wonderful way of participating. You know about that, right? So at 5.30, they have a group called Pharaohs of Funk, kind of a New Orleans-style jazz. And they're going to do a candlelight procession from the uh, gazebo there at Lake Ella all the way around the lake, you know, in the fashion of the New Orleans-style funeral procession. Yeah, pretty cool stuff, man. And all of this to honor Catherine's dedication to the arts as an educator, a songwriter, performer. And all the proceeds then go to this particular Catherine Bell Memorial Scholarship uh, under the Leon County Schools Foundation to support students who are pursuing an education in the arts. Wow. Yeah, man. You don't even have to care about anything else unless you are just so isolated, (laughs) living in your little tiny world. To know that um, this is worthy of our time and our effort, our, our, our thoughts, and our participation. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic. You know, something clever. But that just didn't work. So... I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it. Lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? It's always a pleasure to have Lonnie Alameda with us. Some people say Alameda. Some people say Alameda. I just say, hi, Lonnie. (laughs) Her her players call her coach. It's a lot easier to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And in the in the course of getting to know this young lady over the years, we have uh, have made it a practice to uh, pardon pardon the use of the word practice. You'll watch Lonnie's eyes; she kind of winces when you say practice, because <laughs> you've just come back from uh, the beach, which itself sounds so lovely. Mm-hmm. But you guys take which would what otherwise be a really lovely beach trip. Yeah. And turn it into the sand pits of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Benny Well, welcome to the show. Thank Bonnie. you. Thank you for Glad having me. Glad to have me. you here. Always yes. good to be here. Yes. I get so <laughs> caught up in the fact that you and I get to, I mean, it's just that we get to talk here and have yeah. fun and talk about cool stuff. Yeah. Yes. Having awesome. nothing to do with softball, of course. Yeah. We're Sports. Just coffee. Life. Yeah. yeah. Life. Yeah. There are other things. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to say, with all of that went through your mind following the final uh, play, the mm -hmm. final game with Oklahoma last season. Mm -hmm. um, how do you prepare yourself? How do you prepare your players, your staff um, in advance of that? Because mm -hmm. on one end, of course, one side of that is, hey, we can win this thing. Mm -hmm. we, we can take this all the way. Then, then there's that sort of, but just in case, yeah. Do you do you go through that with with mm -hmm. players? Yeah, what does that yeah. sound like? Um, so I think uh, every season is its own story, uh, and every player has a contributing factor to the season itself. And so when you get done with the season, you've got to step away from it a little bit to let it filter in because mm -hmm. you can have an emotional response to it at the time and. Usually, I mean, if you're the number two team in the country, the emotional response is like outstanding. Like, you know, you, you got tears because, you know, a lot of the players didn't achieve what they wanted to. But when you step back and you're like, you're the number two team in the country, you just played for national championship. That's pretty incredible, you know. Yes. So that's the emotional side there. And then, you know, you go through the summer and we always jump out right away to recruiting. And so when you get out to recruiting, your fellow colleagues start to give you perspective from what they saw. And then they, you start to hear what... Um, you know, esteemed coaches see on TV in your program. And then you're like, oh, wow, because you're in it, but you're seeing what people see. And then you start to hear, you know, you get to talk to your players and debrief it. Wow. So to me, it's a good like two month debrief. And then you come back in uh, wow. end of August and you're like, all right, now we're refreshed. <laughs> I got a good perspective. This is our new family right now, our new family slash team that we have to figure out how to get to mm -hmm. the end goal, you know? So I used the phrase the telescope a little earlier, and that's kind of what it is, right? Like I have this huge telescope, and I know what the end goal looks like, but I got to work back to that right now. Mm -hmm. So for us in um, hmm. 2022, um, losing to um, Mississippi State, when we came back, we had a lot of returners, and we watched that game. That was our very first practice was watching that game and really talking about the emotions of it. And um, we had a lot of experienced returners with a lot of pitching in the circle experiencing. What can we do better now, today, mm. so we can mm. be where we mm. want to go and the lessons will be learned? So I think the same thing this year. We did the same thing. We were in the championship game, but we've graduated a lot of innings in the circle. We've graduated a lot of first base action. We graduated a lot of shortstop. So the reality is right now we need to build up our freshmen and build up experience before we could really project they have no idea what they're getting into, you know? <laughs> so before we can project what the season is, like this is how we do things now. Mm -hmm. So I think we're a little uh, seek discovery, learn mode right now. Who are we? How do we handle each other? How do yeah. you play softball? Yeah. To then come back in January and be like, all right, we're getting ready to go on this little marathon. Right. Right. There's no sprints anymore. Right. We are marathoning for two and a half months. <laughs> so wow. Let's get you through what I know you're capable of because I just spent two months with you here in the fall. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think every season is a different story. And mm -hmm. as a coaching staff, if you can listen to the story of it mm -hmm. and then figure out what the next chapter is going to be, you know. So, yeah. So I, I think we do a pretty good job of that. 
um, we're in it. So when you say we, most people, when you say the word beach, go to like my ties and pina coladas <laughs> and sunshine and sunsets. And, you know, and our kids went to some military boot camp training. We still saw the moon rise, the sunset and the sunrise, um, just in a little different effect. But <laughs> Um, digging, all for digging, the mine. digging foxholes and then digging, filling them up yes. again. <laughs> yeah, like so. coach, what yeah, are yeah. we doing yeah. here? Well, all the returners know, they know it's coming. Yes, and they know that it gives you the foundation of um, consistent communication and clarity yeah. on our yeah. communication. Yeah. So um, it's never a oh man. I mean, is it tough? Yeah, you know, mm. it could be a little bit of a challenge. But now we're raising the team to a standard. So now they're a freshman right now is coming in now after we did this, like, oh, I get it. Like, no. I have a voice. It is important for me to speak. I do need to follow directions. Details matter, you know. Mm. So it gives mm. us a common language. Mm. And yeah. the, the people doing this training themselves yeah. are military grade <laughs> yeah. uh, folks that, I yeah. mean, this would rival somewhere around a SEAL team kind of stuff, yeah. Navy right? SEALs, Marines, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so sergeants, the real deal. they've been in war, yeah. um, just to sit around the room and talk about these things they experience, you know? I mean, mm. we're talking about softball at a high level. They're talking about life or death. So, like, mm. when we talk about you want to trust your left and right for a double play versus trust your left and right for me not to get killed like mm. completely different perspective it does tend to redefine but that still really yeah. really cool to be around someone that can share what true trust looks like what and, it looks you like. know so yeah, yeah so. and personalities with yeah. with players that and again you've said this you've got a mix of old yeah. and new mm-hmm. and there's got to be that period of time when these players are getting to know and then trust one another yeah. mm-hmm. personalities get in the way of that yeah i think um human nature probably yeah. here in this office too right like yeah. anytime oh, no, we, all, we all love each give, other yeah, right we never argue about never anything argue, yeah. carl carl yeah carl yeah. just fell out of his chair up sir uh, i think we really dive deep into you know the disc assessment stuff you know and, and i think um when you look at it i've grown over time i'm an i'm an eye like i i'm mm. a very um, natural style, pretty influencer. Mm-hmm. I, I like to, you know, be Miss Sunshine when I can. I like to do those things. Um, I turn into a little bit more of a direct person in my role. And I know that over time I've grown. Mm. Our freshmen will grow sophomore, junior, senior year. Right? Yeah. A lot of those kids that re- that graduated last year, you got new kids coming into roles of leadership. They're going to do a little personality yeah. shift when they get in the field because yeah. they know the responsibilities. So they got to understand that growth and how important your relationship to people are. So if you got someone that's um, in that S role, that really steady, that really kind of just go with the flow, but I need them to be on point right now. How do I connect with that person Mm. to realize that, man, I need Mm. your eye contact with me right now. We need to get after it. And so I think when you talk about human nature and and handling a problem and problem solving, you've got to know your people Yes, and you've got to connect with your people. Because if I just come off my way and expect you to be my way and you're not, we're going to have a little bit of uncohesion on the field. Mm, I remember Kat talking about that. She said, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm i a starting pitcher. I should be in this position. And you're like, yes, you are. Yeah. And now you're going to learn some new skills. Yeah. And yeah. to be able to move somebody who, by nature, right, yeah. enter training, is this high performance. I mean, it's like yeah. a thoroughbred racehorse yeah. here. But you have to help that person find another gear, I guess, yeah. or another way of approaching it. Is that how it? 
Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. I think um, if you um, were to hang out with Kat, she likes to go to coffee shops. She loves to read books. She could read a book for two days straight. Like, she doesn't need to see people. Yeah. When she's on the softball field, she is commanding people. Yeah. So she's able to understand, like, man, when I'm off the field, I can do what I do. When I'm on the field, this is what I need to do. And then to to continue to remind her of that when we're on the field, so that becomes a natural style on the field, now can let her play a pretty high level of softball. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, and she certainly did. So, yeah. And yeah. they just uh, retire her, her jersey. She's like the Little it. League World Series. Yeah. yeah. What a cool <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. She's, like the she's playing in Japan. Hall she's in Chile fame. right now playing for Team USA. Like, oh. um, you know, the... When she came in as a freshman and she wrote down all these things that she wanted to do and, and we started, you know, ticking the box at pulling it back and, you know, how do we get there mm. and how do we do it? You know, I, of course, as a coach, you know, I go to mom mode sometimes too. And you know, you're crying sure, sure. like a baby at the end of her career because sure, you're sure. like, how cool is that? Because now you're let, going to Japan, yeah, you know? Man, so, I got to yeah. let her go on. Yeah. Super cool. So, well, we're going to yeah. keep going on this conversation, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we're in tune here with Tallahassee Talks and you're listening to Lonnie Alameda, who we love. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic. You know, something clever. But that just didn't work. So I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it. Lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? We're back. We're talking with Coach Lonnie Alameda. I'm trying to be equitable in my pronunciation yeah. so that those who are not Alameda, the Alameda pronouncers will be, not, you know, un, yeah. not offended if I say Alameda. Yeah. I've never met another Alameda, which is funny. Yeah. But I get a lot of pictures um, from people, especially when we go recruiting in Colorado. There's Alameda Street, Alameda Center, Alameda. And it's so funny. They're like, you're everywhere. And I'm yeah, like, I've never right. met another yeah. Alameda. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, they're not all <laughs> I digress, named after yes. you? Come on. Where <laughs> are these people? And it's a Portuguese it's name. It's Portuguese, yeah. Wow. My grandfather's Portuguese. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Grew up in Sacramento. Is that right? What's your, um, yeah, I'm from Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. He was a um, laborer, which most people back then were, right? Yeah. So yeah. he did roofs. And um, it's funny. We were talking to Vans the other day. Like, I grew up in all houses that my dad or my grandpa built. Like, you wow. know, it's just super cool to, like, know that back then that's what you did, you yeah. know. But both sets of grandparents um, were in um, land and construction, and they built all the houses that we lived in. And, yes, my really, goodness. really cool. Yeah, My goodness. Yeah. The, so you were close then as a family at that time when you were growing up? Everybody was yeah. kind of hanging out together? And yeah, yeah. We were very adventurous, thankful for my parents on that side. But um, we yeah. always went camping. Um horseback riding go back in the mountains sleep in the mountains tents fishing hunting wow. beach um wow. my grandma and grandpa childhood. my mom said i know <laughs> as a kid though you know you don't realize how uh, cool that is yeah, you know because yeah. you're away from your friends so we'd always go for all of christmas down to mexico and um mm. i'd miss all of christmas with my friends but then you come back you know and 
you put that five, six, seven years of doing that and you're like, wow, like how cool. This like, is very cool. Cabo wasn't Cabo. Cabo <laughs> is Cabo now. I was down there and it was just tortillas and bollillos, you know, so it's like so different. But yeah, so, um, but you know, Marlin Fish in Dorado, like my grandpa, my grandparents were really outgoing and very my parents cool. were so great with that. Very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Do you attribute a lot of your, I guess, energy and life perspective to that? or what? Yeah, I think traveling. Um, huh. I was fortunate that... Um, I did have the travel bug in me because when I left um, for college, you know, I started traveling the world and I was lucky to be mm. able to travel so many countries. And mm. what perspective is that when you go to see You just did that on your own and, or as part of your education or um, both? Softball. Softball. You were softball. playing then. I was able to play in Holland. I went to Holland. Wow. I went to um, Budapest, Hungary, which was so wow. cool. I did, did some clinics there. Um I did two rounds of Holland. I was in Aruba. Um, I've been to China three times, Japan two times. Like yeah. in the timeline, this is before Oklahoma, after Oklahoma. You were, um, you this were, is after you played mm-hmm. for Oklahoma, and then after did yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and in that way, yeah. you have a very healthy, I would think, perspective mm-hmm. on what it's like for somebody like Cat, who has mm-hmm. now em, em, embarked on mm-hmm. that same sort of path, yeah. right? Yeah, they yeah. were saying that. She's down in Chile right now, and she's playing um, with Team USA. And they had hmm. to had take two timeouts because they had stray dogs on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, that's so South American, <laughs> right? Like, timeout, got to get the dogs off the field. I, we were on the field one time. There was donkeys running around the field, you know. Or roosters. And, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, that's what it is in, hey. in other countries. And that's totally, mm-hmm. get them off. And then Come these on. elite athletes go play again, you know. And here, you know, you get a little wet spot in the field. And everything. Like, timeout. Time you know, got to take yeah. care of the Or a streaker. Field. That would yeah, be our right. style, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah. It, it, it occurs to me, and you mentioned this earlier, you know, when when the season was over and you having to take that deep breath mm-hmm. and I remember the well publicized uh, final hug there uh, on the field with you and Cat and other mm-hmm. players as well and it was clear to anybody just anybody who didn't know you or know you as a team could see and these people really care about each mm-hmm. other and you said earlier yeah that's cultivated and that starts right out there on the beach mm-hmm. and then we just kind of push through and keep carrying that forward yeah. how do you maintain that though because with personalities and yeah. upsets and you know victories and disappointments in this life but it's intense yeah i think that's why sport is so incredible is because it gives you the chance to go through a lot of highs and lows quickly mm-hmm. um you know when you go through life you're going to go through highs and lows so through it's life. kind of a microcosmic yes yeah yeah so, and we're able to be there um, as a coaching staff for the highs, but then for the lows. I think that's when we're most important, right? Is when, mm-hmm. when we hit rock bottom or really struggling through things, we pull our experiences from working with teams or from our playing experiences right. to help them get back up right. so they can experience the highs. But yeah. to me, you don't really enjoy the highs unless you really know what a low looks right. like. Right. And so, um, so I think that we just try to, on the spectrum of a high and a low, try to live somewhere in the middle. But if we keep going here, you're just emotionally going to be up. It's just too much, you mm. know? So if we mm. can get them, mm. you know, catch them before they get too high and catch them before they get too low and just kind of bounce them back and forth of being more consistent. Uh. And playing at a good level and being good in school and being yeah. good with your relationships. And, you know, because there's so much in, you all know this, right? There's so much in life that oh can pull goodness. so much well, from you. So, it's, a, yeah. it's amazing to me, too, for anybody who has taken the time to do this, and if you haven't, I encourage you to do so, to dig in a little bit on some of these players, some of the people 
staff and players. But I think of of uh, Josie, you know, who, who yeah. became this sort of rock star in the middle of all this going on. Uh, and here she is inspired by Sarah Cooksey, a former four of, uh, uh, firefighter with Tallahassee uh, Fire Department, yeah. who we lost, uh, yeah. what was that now, three years ago, tragically. Uh, and she decides, you know, I think that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be a firefighter like Sarah. So I think about that. Yeah. She is enjoying this star status and all the accolades and making some even from your perspective yeah. some breathtaking moments oh yeah right yeah athlete uh, you, you're all on the you're all over that back there in the dugout looking at each other like yeah did she just do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was her yeah well i'd say josie did those all the time it was could josie be as consistent as possible mm. so that she she could do those highlight reels but could we feel ground balls right at us, right? And the, mm-hmm. a lot came with her finally getting to the point of like, man, In this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is where I want to be. This is how I want to live my day every day. And then her consistency kicked in, and then she was unstoppable. Yeah. And she was incredible. She just took and off, I yeah. think that's where you get really proud as a coach is to see the everyday consistency. Right. So the highlight reels that get all these hits are awesome. But when you when you can see the kid walk through the gate and they're happy mm. and they love what they're doing mm. and you know that they've like clicked on to the passion of life, it's like game over as a coach because yeah, you yeah. just know that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've yeah. launched. Yeah. And now it's a matter of just keeping them healthy. Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying yeah. that or the players saying that among themselves, take care of your yeah. body Yeah. because you're going to need it. Yeah, and she was a hockey player, and we all know how hard hockey is. So Dear Lord. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. have to take care of her and yeah. bubble wrap sometimes. But Indeed. yes, right. Yeah. yeah, she seems to have no fear no. of just no. going face <laughs> first into a brick wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, but again, we're yeah. we're kind of picking on on Josie. But for me, she's simple of sort of emblematic in that yeah. way for this entire team because you had you had all the way up and down the line uh, players who. Uh, brought to us that sort of perspective that you as a coach and as a staff are trying to inculcate and uh and so for some of them they were more yeah. maybe more apparent than others yeah but they all seem to have the yeah. grasp of that yeah that's got to be pretty satisfying for you yeah it's incredible i i think one thing that we've really noticed here and um it's just the still the remnants of covid um and still like putting together so this mm. freshman class we have really outgoing and I started like, why are they so outgoing? And my sophomores and juniors are still a little bit. And I'm like, oh, the timing of when they went through COVID and when they were not able to connect with people is really starting to show up in waves. Interesting. And so how you grow connection is different now, you know? And hmm. so hmm. so that's been really intriguing too. And I think that was a little bit for Josie, you know, she came in and then she had that downtime and you know, with injuries and we had some players with injuries and then you can't be around people and connect. How do you grow that? You know? And so, um, the hmm. fire department's been a blessing for her and she's going to be for the fire department because that, you know, they just have such passion for each other. Yes, and I think it's indeed. really, really cool. Indeed. Yeah. Well, folks, we are, uh, getting a firsthand inside <laughs> look at what it means to be, uh, part of this remarkable organization called, Florida State University women's softball, mm. um, and more, more importantly, for our sake, what it, it's like to be Lonnie Alameda. 
Or Alameda. It doesn't matter doesn't either matter. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as the check will cash. Yes. We really don't care. <laughs> True that. Folks, you stay with me. We're going to stay right where we are and encourage you to tune in with us at any time. If you're online, you can find us at TallahasseeTalks.com. Be sure to email us if you have an idea for a guest or a topic. Topics at MooseMagnificat.com. Stay with us. Folks, there are four ways to shine in life, and Merry Maids has it all going on. Experience, reliability, thoroughness, and professionalism. Well, that's why we rely on Merry Maids right here at our studios, because, you know, I do need a little shine from time to time. And my friends at Merry Maids can make it happen with guaranteed satisfaction, screened and trained employees, bonded and insured performance, even a free consultation. Merry Maids can customize cleanings to fit most budgets and fit your busy schedule with cleanings on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or an on-call basis. Merry Maids will deep clean your home on that first visit, something that you've probably been wanting to do, but you don't have to. Call Merry Maids, relax, and it's clean. Right here in Tallahassee, call 386-2205 or find them online at merrymaids.com. That's 386-2205. We're back. We're talking with Coach Alameda, um, your your colleague uh, Sue Semrau, uh now talks about the the next mountain to climb, um, and she is uh, in her retirement enjoying the idea that she doesn't have to go nowhere if she don't want to, yeah. <laughs> and if she wants to, she's gone. Yeah. Um, so most of the time, it's like, where's Waldo? Yeah. So I'll text her to say, and where are you today? Yeah. Oh, I'm in Guatemala or something. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So yeah. so do you yearn for that? You wish that, that there are times when you could just say, I just need to go away for a while. Um, How does that work for you? Yeah. No, I think um, I've been, I was fortunate to travel a lot early. So, you've, you know, you've like. Had, you've had enough of that I, for a while. No, I, I love it. And okay, I still, okay. I'm still still able to do it. Okay. I, you know, I work with the Canadian national team, so I get experience right. on that side. Right. I, um, You're you know, a pitching I, coach there, I hook right? in, yeah. yeah I hook yeah. into a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, there's a group that I go down to Puerto Varda with in the summer just to, to talk softball and analytics ah. and you know so it still fills my bucket I don't want to get away from it because I, I just love trying to dig into the layers of this game and the people in the game and so um, so I'm mm. not to that point yet everyone <laughs> asked me but I'm not to that point yet but I also love traveling so I do include that you know in my yeah. summers and, and wherever we're doing and um, so yeah so not checking out there is it a lot more it's definitely getting more college athletics is getting more it's, um, and I don't know why, I don't know why you feel like 16 years in here at Florida state. Why is it getting more time consuming yeah, at times? Yeah, and is, yeah. is society bounced back from COVID to make it more now? Right. I'm, I'm not really sure, but, um, you know, I, I still think it's about the kids and it's about the simplicity of the game. So I try oh. to keep a lot of things as simple as possible. Yeah. So, Has yeah. your staff grown in the, in the yeah. 16 years? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of indicative yes. too. Yeah. And it's been observed, too, that universities at this level are really more corporations than yes. they are educational institutions. Yeah. And as such, you folks come to that environment and that equation yeah. um, with the economics involved, yeah. right, and the business of it. Yeah. And then comes something called NIL. Yeah. 
and I think hearing you talk about, yeah, just it's different yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how much of that you think is part of the whole yeah. change in it. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not just managing 22 players. I'm managing probably 40, you know, on mm-hmm. top of, you know, your players. So you got an extra mm-hmm. 15 groups of, you know, people. So, mm-hmm. you know, five mm-hmm. managers. And I feel like it's my duty, if I have student managers, I got to continue to grow them too because they're in it for the right reasons of being a part of sport. Right. So that group comes in, you know, and you just want to give time to everybody and continue to grow it. And I think we were talking here before, it's a... It's hard to let things go when you have a vision of where you want it to go. So if you're going to have more people and you got to spend time with letting them see that vision and letting them succeed and fail in that vision. But the more people you do that with, the more your bucket empties into those people. And so, you know, you've got to figure out how to keep filling your bucket. So how do you do that? Yeah. How do you um, do that? Well, I really enjoy um, when I see growth. That fills my bucket. So Mm. when I see players start to lead in a way Mm. or... Um, you know, put ego aside and be about Mm. somebody else. Mm. Or, you know, you see your student managers find a voice. Like super cool to see someone that, you know, feels pride about finding a voice and making things Mm. happen. And so to me, that's what really like hits home to me. Yeah. So I think I'm lucky that um, I've always been a people-based person in sport. And so I don't ride the wins and losses. I ride the people, which uh, is uh, always going to fill your bucket because you're always around people, people you know, as you, long as yeah. I can continue to connect to guide. And the minute I can't connect anymore, then I'm not going to be able to guide them in a direction. I but um, so that's probably the retirement button time. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do you, well, I mean, do you take time away for yourself? Is that a, or are you like 24 seven uh, player mm-hmm. could yeah. text you at two in the morning and you're there yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely a 24 seven. Um, but, the kids are not as 24 seven anymore. They used to be, huh. I used to spend t- plenty of time with the kids and now it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think everything ebb and flows, you know, and, and they're probably, uh, players are a little more friends with their families now at this age where back in the day there was a little more separation and now they, they hang huh. out with their families a little bit more. And so, um, so yeah, but now I, I definitely get with mine at times too, you know, I'll go debrief in August and be with my family and, yeah. you know, you, you can't catch my cell phone for a couple of days, right. <laughs> you know, you cause had, you got to deconnect. You did yeah. that after the close of last year's yeah. season yeah. in August. Yeah. How did you spend the time? Yeah. Um, my mom and I, we, my family has a, well, my grandparents built a beach house, you know, right. out in um, out Northern California out there. Yes. So I get to spend some time out there and help my mom do some things, you know, little house projects, which is always fun to dive into anything that the family needs at the point in right. time. And, right. you know, just your morning coffees with pops, just you know, normal, just those normal things. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And nobody said, hey, how about a catch? Yeah. No, no. (laughs) My dad, I always joke, my dad always used to say, like, what are you going to do when the softball thing's over? You know, and because at the time when I was kind of coming out into coaching, um, it wasn't really a big profession that you could make money at. Uh, And it's just like you said, it's just flipped. College athletics. It's entirely different. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can make a living and you can make a living as an assistant coach now. And you couldn't do that before. And so, um, you know, and and I, my dad was totally right. Like, what are you going to do? And then I Mm. was just lucky to be in that generational switch that now Olympic sports were being taken care of as a pretty, pretty good paying job, you know? And so is it time consuming? Yes. But my goodness, you know, like I don't look for, 459 on a Friday uh, to be gone uh, like I am all in I love it you know it's a profession uh, and I love it so I'm very lucky for it what do you say to let's say a young woman is this something she should go after does she what you know is it about the talent is it about the attitude is it about her position with her family yeah or is it all of that 
Well, I just, I think the first thing that sticks to me right now is if you can see it, you can be it. And I know that was like a cliche for a long time, but we are now on TV and the girls can see professional. They can watch games, go to games, go to mm. environments. Like, like I just think it's so cool now. Like I wasn't able to growing up, be able to go see on TV, any collegiate games, you know? Right. And so now you can see the level. So now if you're a young one and I'm a <clears throat> parent, I'm probably taking them to different venues to just like, when Pete Rose was going or a babe, like people hmm. wanted to see Griffey Jr. You know, they wanted to be the, the Derek Jeter move. They wanted right. to do that. And like right. girls would try to emulate the boys and well now girls can emulate girls mm -hmm. and then girls can see what kind of culture they want to be around. And I just think that's just super powerful. Do you look for so. a certain uh, athletic ability at that age or is that just too early uh, for that? I no, it's too early that young, but yeah. you know, I mean, definitely it starts to filter in maybe yeah. sophomore year, you know, yeah. and you start getting it. But I think it's also on the young player to decide where they want to be too. Cause right. you can start to identify like, Oh, I can play like Josie. Right. I got that athleticism. I can move. I'm fast. Oh, I can hit like that. I can, right. oh, I want to catch like that. You know, Michaela's six foot one. I can be that, you sure, know, sure. like, so I think they you just start to resonate. How about the girl from Oregon? Oh my gosh. Yeah. McKenna. She, yeah. She, McKenna came in. I think Kat was great in that. She just really um, put her arms around her. You know, our mm. our pitching staff in general has always been great. It's just mm. it's been an eagle staff. And the minute you know you need everybody in that staff to get to where you want to go. And uh, Kat was a great leader in that group. Mm. Um, and so, you know, now we have a new challenge ahead, you know, in that sense. And I think uh, mm. Allison Royalty is doing a good job as a, as a senior leader in that group right now doing yeah. that. But, yeah. yeah. But I – I just think, you know, to kids, just go keep doing it. I love for them to play multiple sports. I think that's really important. Uh, that's probably the one area that I, I keep telling people is we're starting to identify, man, I want a college scholarship and I am 10 <laughs> and I'm playing six games a day at 10. Like, no, like go play basketball, go play volleyball, do go do else. things different, take care mm -hmm. of your body. And um, so we're losing a little bit of perspective on that, maybe as a parent or as club ball coaches. Um, you know, because I think being multifaceted in that area is going to help your body one, help your mind another. And so, yeah. So. Well, you've helped my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, as best. Lots of stuff. As huh? best as yes. anybody can. Uh, God bless you, coach, for your uh, mm. contributions both on and off the field. Our good friend and a friend to this town and a friend to college athletics um, I could go on with that. Uh, Lonnie Alameda, who uh, graciously slides us into her very, very busy schedule and makes this possible for us to have conversation. I love being here. Thank you. Well, you guys are amazing. back at you, kid. Yeah. Uh, folks, this is why we do what we do. We are the production of Spatterwork Media and Entertainment, coming to you from the studios of Moose Magnificat Radio, Tallahassee's only Radio bringing you all local musicians playing their original songs all the time. You'll find them at moosemagnificat.com. Be sure to download the free app to your phone. Carl Cerny is our executive producer, and I'll be looking for you again next week. So come on, Tallahassee. Come talk to me. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass 
and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Wooden Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Wooden wanted, and it's been the Wooden way of doing business for over 75 years. Wooden Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Wooden Glass today or visit them online, 850-222-5781 or woodenglass.com. <laughs> 